a Podcast One production. Hi, I'm Nat Kringudis. And I'm Cecilia Ramsdale. Welcome to The Wellness Collective, a podcast where we invite you to be part of our wellness community to share, learn and live better. Beauty on the inside. It's what we all look for. It's what we're told as kids that's what matters, right? We are told as kids that's what matters. But, but do how, we believe it? Well, how do we work out whether we are beautiful on the inside? I mean, I'm not talking about emotionally. I'm talking about, you know, well, yourself. I think it's all connected, and, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, probably. But I reckon we've got somebody right here in the we studio do. with us that can help us with this. We have someone in the studio for once with us, which is lovely. Introduce yourself, please, mystery guest. <laughs> Hello, my name is Lola Berry. We're very excited <laughs> to have Lola in studio with us. Lola, tell our listeners, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> my name's Lola. Uh, I'm a nutritionist, a bit of a yoga nerd, and I write books. Um, and the reason why you guys were probably just talking about beauty is I've just released a new book called Beauty Food. So that's book number nine for me. That's goodness a, me. Bit of a Good bit of a little writing nerd, I guess. So when you're not yogaing, you just got a pen and paper next to you, jotting down some notes. Kind of. It got, writing books is an interesting beast in that you go <laughs> through like phases of like you're in manuscript mode and then you don't think about it for a while then you're in editing mode, and then you're in shoot mode and they're very different kind of like and then you do nothing in between what to do with What about when books. you get stuck? I'm in stuck mode. That's called writer's block. Yes, it is. Oh, that yeah. is a thing. So do you want to fix me recently? Tell me because I had to ask for an extension on my manuscript just last week. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, guys, it's just like not flowing. School. I might have been invested in podcast one land instead, but that's okay. <laughs> they're invested. It's so all connected. It is. It's all the same. Well, I've started um, changing up my writing environment. So I'll either, if I can make time to go away, and I know that's a very, like, rich person thing to no, do. No, I need to do this. I'll go, or I'll go to, like, a library. You know, and just change my environment. And within a library, you can't always be on your phone and all that. You're kind of Libraries like... Libraries are awesome. Yeah, mm. and they've got standing desks now, so it's really good. I've, yeah, I'll find a library that's got a really cute cafe, have a little coffee and treat, and then go in and write my little brains It's a good idea. Out. Perfect. All right, so let's get back to the fact that you're writing nine books. <laughs> but why are you writing nine books? What's your background? Yeah, so I'm a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. So I've done a Bachelor of Health Science majoring in nutritional medicine, Um you're also trained yoga teacher, so I've done my two-hour teacher training. Then I've specialised in yin and prenatal on top of vinyasa. Wow. So I've kind of taken it to as, you know, like, I don't know, I feel like a bit She's of a sponge. She's a professional. <laughs> but, like, I've done crystal healing workshops, raw food workshops. Like, I just feel like I like to always learn. I'm looking into a permaculture workshop at the moment. Like, I just like being yeah. a bit of a sponge and learning, you and know. And it all kind of relates to each other in different ways, doesn't it? Totally. It's it's all about giving back to yourself and learning about wellness and being the best you. Okay. So, tell us about this inner beauty thing. So, it's funny. I've got a book out called Beauty Food, right? And it's literally about the way the book's broken up is each section is, like, for example, there's an area on skin, eye health, hair health, um, you know, and, and in, each, in each section there's hero ingredients and then there's little things that you can do for those areas. So, for example, there's like a mocha coffee body scrub for the skin one, um, but also in the skin one there's avocado, which is obviously great for skin health. So it, it's very much working on um, eating foods that, that really support beauty, skin, hair, nails. But for me, and I realised this when I was doing my book launches, beauty actually isn't just that. I believe that beauty is actually who you are as a person, your values, uh, the way you treat others, Mm -hmm. the way you treat yourself. 
But do you think also that when you feel good, then you're in a better place to do that as well? So, and part of that is, I don't know about you, but part of that for me is if I feel like I look foul, I generally feel foul. So then maybe my attitude matches. I don't Mm. know. Totally. If I feel like I'm not the best version of myself, I'm a bit of a B-I-T-C-H to everybody. (laughs) I'm just like, well, you're not nice. Like I'm just, the world is dark. Whereas if I can put my health first and make myself feel my best, then I normally have a clearer perspective even when things are a bit crappy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, so yes, I think that feeling it is key, but I also think, um, and this is like the hippie woo-woo Lola thing, and I think that it comes back to real beauty is loving who you are and loving others and doing what you love. Totally. So do you think that maybe, though, just track back a little bit, that we don't realise how important nutrition is? I would say it's almost a bit of a a superpower that we don't understand. You know, when it comes to this outer shell of ours, it doesn't just stop with what goes on the inside. That's what you're saying as well. Absolutely. I think, though, you're right. 100% nutrition is like the bee's knees as well. As far as like if you want good skin, glowing eyes, great strong hair, da-da, it's 80% nutrition, then mm. I think all the other stuff, although I know you're a phenomenal sleep. acupuncturist. <laughs> yeah, of course, sleep is a massive one. Mm. Water, sleep, those things are really important and obviously putting it on topically and all of that jazz as well. So I think, yes, your physical health is, and whether that be acupuncture, whether that be taking great herbs, whether that be having, you know, salmon and avo for dinner, whether that be getting good amount of sleep and dropping the caffeine we were talking about before. You yeah, know? I walked in with a headache because I've had a cup of coffee and three cups of tea this morning. Oh, Cecilia. That's not too bad. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot for me. Do you I need don't to go drink to Do we need to take a toilet break for you? <laughs> not just yet. You're too no. early. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. But that well, I don't think we actually stop and think mm. that, you know, what we put in, it, like I've quoted this before, but I'm going to say it again. It's either of benefit or deficit. There's no in between. I heard Dr. Tom O'Brien say that and I was like, wow, okay. I don't think us collectively are actually hearing that. No. But isn't it interesting though about the thing I find about all this is it sounds great, but in practice sometimes it's hard. Like last night I was working late. I finished work at 9.30pm. I hadn't had dinner. I had an apple in the car, so I ate my apple. But I wasn't actually feeling hungry. So I thought, well, should I just wait till I get home and have a bit of toast or something? But then part of me was like, oh, I could stop at Macca's because Macca's (laughs) is open. I didn't. I didn't stop at Macca's because I actually thought, no, I'll listen to myself. (laughs) And I didn't need it, so I didn't do it. So I think you've hit the nail on the head there and this is where I think um, food and health and nutrition comes back to mindfulness Mm. and it's it's taking a moment to go, what do I actually feel like? What does my body actually need? What's it calling for now? Because your body's never actually calling for Macca's, really, unless you're massively hungover (laughs) and you need the fat and you need all that stuff. And then it becomes therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Totally. It's, It's a very sometimes takeover cure, yeah. Absolutely. So if we had to bring it back to food, what is your number one hands down, can't go without beauty food? I'm going to say avocado. I probably have an avo a day. Really? I'm obsessed with avo. Or rubbing on your skin. Eating, mate. I love avocado. Mm. um, My favourite meal is like I'll do crispy salmon in the pan in coconut oil. I'll make a massive salad with avo, olive oil, lemon juice, and then like just like cherry toms, baby spinach, like just really 
effing simple and it's yeah. delicious. But yeah, good. For, I'm a big fan of good fats, and yeah, avocado for me is probably we my favorite. Eat so much avocado, I can't actually keep up. <laughs> Daddy K is <laughs> Mr. Avocado Fiend. Wow, that's he, awesome. he would have avocado with every meal. Yeah, so, so he would have half, which mm. is one and a half a day plus whatever I would eat. It's a lot of avocados. Mm, yeah, we, keep, could, we keep an orchard in... Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, they're not that cheap. No yeah. wonder... Uh, they are so not cheap, but that's you not need what to it's get, about. You need to get some avocado sponsorship on this show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Avocados Australia, thank hey, you. Um, what do you think about the fads that come and go? I mean, someone I know has decided her and her family had had a few health problems and she had some gut health issues, so she paired it right back and they've all gone paleo. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. There's five, three kids and two grown-ups mm-hmm. all doing it. I, I, don't, I could not get my head around doing that. My kids don't eat normal food, let alone <laughs> trying to get them to eat things that they can't identify. I mean, what but do you think about these identifiable food. You make paleo sound like it's like <laughs> someone's running out and actually hunting and gathering. We do have supermarket. We just rock up and we select what we want. Yeah, We're very I spoiled. I know, but the choices are more limited, right? No, I it's have, just... The whole world to choose from and my kids still won't eat You still stuff. have the whole world to choose from. You're just eating whole foods. Uh, in paleo? Oh, I've got Pretty a lot to much. learn. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about that, Lola. What do you What reckon? do you think? Well, okay, there are loads of fads out there. There's so many diets. You've got vegan, you've got blood group diets, mm. you know, you've got paleolithic, you've got all these ketogenic, you've got all these different diets. And I'm nutritionist and I get effing confused half the time. So I think the best thing that we can do, and Nat's just hit on this, is just strip it back. Come back yeah. to real food. Just eat real food. David Gillespie, one of my health heroes, has a book called just eat real food. Yeah. And I just think we get so caught up in wanting to be on some specific diet or wanting to get some kind of result. If you bring it back to real whole ingredients, your body knows what to do with it. If you pick something up at a supermarket, it feels like you're in year 12 chemistry class, E15, <laughs> monohydrogenated, this, this and that, that food may well outlive you. Mm. You don't want that. That's not live food. You want live fruit, veggies, nuts, seeds, meat, eggs, fish, the good stuff. And if mm. you are going to buy a packet thing, it should read like something your grandma would make, like flour, egg, water, a bit of sugar, salt, you know what I mean? Stuff you understand. You don't understand the ingredient list? Put that mofo back down. <laughs> Step away yeah, from well, the packaged goods. I think you're describing what you have for dinner, though, it sums it up because that sounded delicious, right? And that was just all really basic stuff. Simple, real food, real ingredients. Mm. You know, for the listeners that are in Melbourne, you guys have got such amazing produce here. You know, like just get get out to the, like I know you're like, oh, farmer's market, hipster. It's cheaper to buy from farmer's markets. Mm. You direct with the farmer, you can ask them because certified organic stuff costs more. It costs Mm. a lot. It's a five-year process. It costs a lot to be certified legally. It doesn't have to be 100 percent organic anyway so you should if you're at a farmer's market go to the farmer yo what do you actually use on this stuff and they'll be so honest yeah with i you. think that's really important is knowing where your food comes from we yeah. don't really give it much thought we are happy to buy it we take it for given that it's safe that it's been you know it's met these regulations or it's got this tick of approval or you know let's not get started on these things because well often <laughs> yeah. there's money involved in that and it's yeah. not all it's cracked yeah. up to be Totes. so i think you're so right and then you are know you knowing where your food and produce comes from yeah. the same as with your your butcher like it doesn't hurt to actually go oh i might one day for fun <laughs> go and visit the far- where this is being farmed and actually know they invite you in they want you there to see and I think it's really important that we know where it comes from. I have a lot of people that have reservations around meat. They'll be like, oh, I don't really like that idea. Perhaps it's unethical. Where is it sourced? Go and find out and feel better about what you're eating. 
Or can you grow stuff in your garden? You can. You can't grow things like a cow, most of us. That's fine. But I have a, quite a good garden when it comes to herbs and yeah. I've got some spinach and I've got some cucumbers growing at the moment and I've got raspberries. Now, growing raspberries in your own garden is like a little miracle, I reckon. They're actually oh, not. I feel like yes. kids would go bananas They love them that. and they're not hard to grow. Yeah. You just stick them in a pot, they grow some boom. little canes, boom, and they're beautiful and they're like nature's lollies. To- but that's what it, you want to get your taste buds back. Like. So your taste buds change every 14 to 21 days. So when you first are like, oh, well, I'm missing caramello koalas, <laughs> a raspberry isn't going to taste like a lolly. But within a couple of weeks, when that becomes your sweet treat, raspberries taste sweet, carrots taste sweet, pumpkins taste sweet, you know, dates taste like straight sugar. Like it's so when you get back to whole real ingredients, the body is just like boom, it's really cool. Mm. All right, so let's hold the lollies for a second or the raspberries, we don't want lollies. We are going to be back just after this short break. We're back with this Wellness Collective podcast episode with Lola Berry, our special guest. I mean, what a name. You had to be something to do with food with a name like Berry, didn't you? Do you know what, so though? Cute. You know what? i got to admit it ain't my real name. <gasps> Can I be honest? It's, it's a funny, do you want a funny story? Yeah, go on. We love a good so story. So my name is actually quite boring, and that's no offence to anyone that has the same original <laughs> name as me. Or your family. Um, my name is Lauren Smith. Oh, I know. Oh, that you was like, like a cartoon character. And um, my first serious boyfriend was like, please, can I call you Lola? Because I can't date someone that has the same name as my sister. Oh, my gosh. This is the best story. And so he's like, he's like, please, can I call you Lola? And I was like, of course. Like, go for it, son. Anyway, and son. then and then I'm at work. There's a weird relationship going oh, on Oh, no, there. go for it, buddy. You know <laughs> what I mean. It's just my lingo. Yeah. And my, um, I had a really good mate and, and we were working together, my mate Tom and I, and he, every time I'd walk in, he'd be like, how's my little Lola Berry today? Oh. And then that's kind of how it stuck. So I am Lauren Smith on my passport Oi. and my rego and oh, everything. Oh, please just it change first. it properly. Um, but it, well, you can't get loans and stuff for five years and I love a good loan every now and then. So, <laughs> Don't we all? Um, but, yeah, so, yeah. But uh, it's funny. I If you if I was walking down the street and you called Lo- Lauren, I wouldn't know to turn around. Mm. So how long have you been Lola for then? Since I was like 18. Yeah, right. So she's Lola. That's gorgeous. You've got a showbiz name that you just carry around with you all the time. I feel like a Lola's though. Like I feel like a Lola. Mm. I don't feel like a Lauren at all. Even when Dad was really angry with me last (laughs) night and had a real go at me, (laughs) the worst that he can call me is Loz. He can't (gasps) call me, he can't call me Lauren because it doesn't resonate and he'll be like, I don't like the way you leave the towels out. And I'm like, mate, all right, let's hang him up then. Bless him. He's just not (laughs) Back in Melbourne yeah. for two days and he's like <laughs> not loving it. Oh, it's too funny. Oh, hey, let's get back to, uh, that is good. I, I love this. If you're thinking about changing your name to something cute, go for it. You are the... Uh, Just ask Lauren. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know all about it. <laughs> hey, um, I had uh, someone said to me the other day, um, we we're talking about averages uh, and intelligence and um, they said, you know, the average intelligence, what does that mean? It means 50% of the population is less than the average <laughs> intelligence and 50% is more. And I was like, oh, my God, I'd never thought of that before. But when it comes to things like eating and stuff, I heard a statistic the other day about parents don't know um, that giving sugary sports drinks aren't good for kids and things like... Where were you reading this? 
This is the Children's Hospital in Melbourne have done this research. Okay, and I that didn't say that out loud. Into, <laughs> into parents. It's, it's unfortunate. It's legitimate. No, I'm, I'm, but it's interesting because, you know, we talk about eating all these whole foods, it's the way to go, but it's a really hard message to get out there. That's what I'm saying. And I also think uh, parents are very time poor and mm. I think they want to do the right thing and it's like the marketing of it is like, oh, this is giving my kids electrolytes, they need that after sport. So I completely can empathise with these parents and if I didn't have a degree in nutrition, nutritional medicine, I probably wouldn't know any better either. Mm. It's about, like, that's why I'm saying I love, like, reading, like, David's book, Nat's mm. book, like read, learn, like be a sponge, make yourself in the top 50% then, like change it. I'm a big believer in you You write your own stars. So, like, if you want to learn, learn. Mm. So can you tell me what they were actually saying? What were the children saying? So uh, they were saying that a lot of parents don't realise that oh, water so is talk- more nutritional right, than sorry, juice thought- and that giving kids like sporting sorry. drinks after sport is not a great right, idea okay. because they're full of because sugar. And I mean... We all know about the idea of reaching for a chocolate bar to make you feel happy, but it doesn't really, does it? Uh, for about 30 seconds, it's brilliant. But what, <laughs> what foods can we eat that will actually benefit us in making us feel good and happy, you know, long term? I'm probably going to answer this with a non-answer. And good. I would say yeah, that right. it's probably more about cutting out the stuff that makes you unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I know, for example... So um, when I, I used to be completely unhealthy, I was a DJ, party animal, all that jazz, and my favourite foods in the entire world were giant caramel koalas. To this day, I still will say that the giant ones taste better than the regular size ones and <laughs> lamingtons. Completely unhealthy. We're talking gluten, dairy, the so holy trinity. sugar. Yeah, Ooh. sugar, gluten, dairy. The sugar stuff, the second you pull the sugar stuff out of your diet, things change. Like for a kid, for an adult, anyone, any age, the first thing I can see is my skin clears. So like I can get a grey complexion if I've had too much sugar in my diet, even a little bit of sugar. Um, That's the first thing. I think that if you pull the sugar out you are going to feel better within 48 hours. Then reactive foods, if you've got a gluten allergy or a wheat allergy and potentially dairy, you when you pull the reactive foods out, I mean, Nat's going to know all of this. Like, so serotonin is what makes us feel happy, but 90% of them, the receptors are actually in our gut. So if your gut's inflamed and you're eating things that inflame your gut, sugar, potentially gluten, potentially dairy, then how are you going to feel happy? Your gut's upset, gut, we call it the second brain. Mm. You know, like it, it, it. To me, it's actually about pulling the crappy stuff out and then getting back to that whole foods. People are so confronted by this, though. Mm. Um, I was talking it's to someone. It's still a, a patient, new idea for a lot of people. Yeah, but I was talking to a patient the other day, and she was saying to me, "Oh gosh, but then what do you eat?" I'm like, "Oh my goodness, it's not caramelical <laughs> food out there." They are good. And, though, and I, I think what we that. do is we focus on what we can't have rather than what we can yeah. have. Let's just focus on what we can have because there's. A ton. Oh, and there's so many healthy alternatives. The amount of raw vegan caramel slice things that are out there and even at my smoothie bar, we've got a a raw Snickers slice that's our bestseller. Mm. Um, I think it's like the purple elephant in the room. It's like if if I say you can never have a marvellous creation again, you want to buy a whole block and just down it. We've had a story about marvellous creations, haven't we? That was Nat's weak point. She went for a chocolate bar the first time in like years and she went for one of those crazy ones. Good choice. I I was was pre-menstrual and I said to my husband, (laughs) I have to go and get 
a chocolate bar and he looked at me like, oh, this is bad. Okay, off you go. And I went into the 7-Eleven with my $2 and it costs more than $2 don't for get a chocolate for bar these days. No. So you don't get... And then and 7-Eleven, I, yeah, you're shopping at the wrong place, I know, mate. okay, right. So, <laughs> and then I proceeded to buy a marvellous creation with all the popping candy inside it and devoured the thing. Oh, hang on a minute here. You're talking about a little bar. I'm talking about the family <laughs> size block. I will put you to shame. I can do a whole one in a go and I know I'm not alone. Yeah, no, no, you're not. But it was just a little one. I thought I'd have some restraint here. It had been quite some time. But the funniest, (laughs) I think the funniest part of this is that I went in with the $2. It was (laughs) $2.60. Because you don't buy it at 7-Elevens, mate. You've got to buy it. If you're going to buy that stuff, always go to Coles or Woolies. They have them for $1. (laughs) They have a special on every day of the chocolate bars (laughs) to the point that I know now and if I'm like, oh, my God, I need to buy chocolate, I'll buy like a women's fitness mag or something, like a healthy mag. And then few tins of tuna and then fold it in my magazine. <laughs> I'm not stealing it, but it looks like I am. And then I'll quickly go to the self-checkout and I'll like slowly do the magazine, quickly get the chocolate oh bar gosh, in and so then funny. put slowly do the like we bananas and so healthy funny. stuff. I have a uh, five-year-old daughter who is obsessed with sweet things. Obsessed. Like mm. she just has a sweet tooth and will devour a punnet of raspberries in, you know, a minute sort of thing. But sugary things, she just looks for them all the time. So it's really hard to get her to eat anything that isn't sweet. That's the mm. point that we're at. And um, I made some cakes the other day that were just apple and sultana and cinnamon and stuff and I put some demerara sugar and I put half as much and they were sweet enough and I was like, okay, I think that's a win. Yeah. Oh, and she ate it and she liked it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good awesome. Job. And a good trick is like um, mornings like do things like smoothies because mm. they taste sweet but you can kind of like be a bit of a ninja and kind of stealthily get some baby spinach and then she won't even know. Yeah, mm. she'd sniff that out. Yeah, but the trick is baby spinach, no other green. Yeah, baby spinach is good. No other green, that's the tip. I know that a lot of our listeners are also tuned in because I put in the title of this that we're going to talk about how to get happy. So can we do that for a minute before I know time is running out? I want to know, Lola, and I know our listeners do too, how do you... How do you be happier each day? Do you have some tips as to what you do to help our listeners? Totally. So I've actually been challenged with my happiness recently, as Nat knows. Um, I went through a really um, rough breakup and I was a sad mofo, like real sad. Like I'm talking like thought I was in love, was in love and it just completely, um, it just f- fell apart in front of my eyes. and There was nothing that I could do. In fact, staying in it was a disservice to myself. So I was so unhappy, like end of the spectrum, like ah. <laughs> I quickly booked in with Nat. So first of all, acupuncture changed my life and that is not um, like that is an understatement because it it did something that I, I, I can't even put my finger on how amazing it was. It was painful at first and I'm not talking about the needles, I'm talking about the... <laughs> You're not talking about my skills. Yeah, the heart freaking release. Did it release your emotions? Yes, it did. I bought, I bought, I didn't know I could cry that much. I was Sorry. like on the ground in the kitchen crying. Oh my God, if he ever listens to this, I'm screwed. Anyway. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say, I'm in the studio and I can see the gleeful look on Nat Kringudis' face at this acupuncture because, she's managed yeah. to... It's the goods. It's the yeah. goods. Like it does... We hold emotion. We don't realise that we hold it and we, we tuck it away. We don't want to feel like... To Lola's credit, she was like, bring it on. Like, I'm ready. Mm. And this is what we have to do to be able to move through things. But how many people do you know that are still grieving something that happened five years ago? 
Yeah, but people don't know so that this is an option. So well, I mean, I didn't know that you could release your emotions with acupuncture, mate. I, I did not know until I got out of there and just started bawling oh, in my car. Oh, um, but the other thing would be, so my usual response to a breakup is, oh, I'm not good enough. It must be something wrong with me. I'll go back to under eating or binge eating, one of the two. Mm-hmm. So I'm an emotional eater. It's my history. Like even someone wrote to me the other day and said, can you do a vlog about why you yo-yo so much? And I was like, oh, hey. Wow. <laughs> Fun. Thanks for um, noticing. Is that the yeah. question that they ask? Because Lola asked for questions for a vlog and I asked her, does she like the smell of her own farts? She did. That did ask for this. Charming. It's is that because charming. you only eat whole foods and they might No, it's because be... everybody does. Oh. Yeah. Everyone loves to smell their own farts. <laughs> this topic is just going Anyway, off. sorry. Back Keep on going. the happiness yes. thing. Is that what so, makes you happy? <laughs> so back on the happiness thing, real food. Keep, like uh, This is the first breakup that I've been through that I haven't jeopardised my health. I haven't compromised myself. I've been to yoga. I've been to acupuncture. I've had freaking crystal healings. I've... Um, just give them back to myself. Watch Netflix series. Like I've burnt candles. I've done angel card rings. I've just gone, stuff this. This has happened for a reason. I thought this guy was the one only. It's not. I'm trusting there's something better out there. I have to give back to myself. And that is through health, mentally, mm. physically. Friggin' you just you just tap into putting yourself first. But as far as if there's certain happy foods and all that, it's back to the real food. It's back to the good fats. It's back to the you want sweet, you go blueberries, raspberries, you know, like it's really simple. It's actually tapping into something in your heart where you trust who you are as a person. I think we doubt ourselves. Mm. I think we don't love ourselves and I think we don't talk nicely to ourselves and I think it's tapping into that and going, holy F, I deserve real love. I deserve this because I'm real and I love who I am. Uh, I think it's good that you've um, looked at all of those ways of kind of getting into it though Um, because we've spoken to a couple of people that have had that same idea that it's about loving yourself or, you know, respecting yourself before anything else is good is going to happen or your body image, you know, accepting who you are and, and move. But the fact that you're like, right, let's try this, let's try this, let's try this. I mean, that's the thing. It's so overwhelming sometimes that there's so many things that you can look at totally. that you may not do anything. Do sometimes you know? it's also about having the right people to be able to say, hey, let's try this. Or you, like Lola's mm. got a few people in her life that are um, able to advocate for that because it's hard to know that's right. when you're in that space. Yeah. You know, I was like, come and have some acupuncture. Let's just see what that might do for you, mm. if it helps you, this is what's going to, you know. And I can't say that it works for everybody, but if it's going to work, it's really going to work. And I would say it works for most people. Yeah. <laughs> That's just one example. It does work on the physical stuff too. The first time I saw Nat, well, since we've talked about farts, I can, I can say this, but the first time I saw Nat, I got home and I, <laughs> I was like, I've just done three poos. <laughs> it goes straight through you, man. Acupuncture like activates that stuff, I'm telling you. She loves it. I do. I actually will ask for it. I asked for it yesterday, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. She's like, I want to go home and I want to move my bowels. And I had a brilliant sleep, always a brilliant sleep after acupuncture. Mm. Wow. Okay, so it sounds like you're pretty busy a lot of the time, but what are the two non-negotiable things you do every day? It's changed for me. So I feel like I've been through a lot of growth recently. The first one now wasn't always. Um, I thought it was, but it I didn't know myself well enough. Um, my first one is uh, to live and speak truth only. So I've got mm. no problem. I just had a really uncomfortable phone call on the way here and I literally had to approve something and I said I effing hate it. <laughs> Reshoot. Like I, and which normally I'd be like, oh, they're going to hate me. I'm a diva. Like, yeah. And they were like, oh, we don't want to do that. And I said, then give me five more options. So, um, 
so speaking truth, even when it's uncomfortable to speak truth, that's my non-negotiable now because I got no time for BS. Like I don't, I want to succeed like you guys do, and so the more honest that I can be, the more that I'm going to move forward faster. Um, don't you think too? The thing is, if you're honest, you can't forget what you said. No, no that's <laughs> really true. But also, you you've got nothing to hide. Do you know how lovely it is? Yes. And not giving an f what people think mm. of you. It's just like, yeah, I did say that. If you don't like it. Okay, well, that's, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, I, I, I know it's it the right yeah. thing. Owning, owning it, yeah. yeah. Owning it, being truthful, <laughs> not caring what people think. And then for me, and uh, yoga is a bit of a non-negotiable. Like every yo- day, most days, not oh, every day. Probably job. like, probably like three to five times a week. It's the gift I give to myself when I practice, and it's the gift that I share with others when I teach. And it feels great in my heart. So they're the they're the two things. But just live truthfully from your heart. Be real. I think everyone goes on about wanting to be like. Love and you read all these people, they're like, you know, be love and all that. Effing love you, be real, and good shit will happen. <laughs> be kind as well. Kindness is, I reckon, yes, part I of agree. Rare. Kill them with kindness. That's my motto. Whenever yes. something happens at work and the girls are like, oh, what do we do with this person? I'm like, we kill them with kindness. Yeah. yeah. And you can't ever, yeah. ever <laughs> fail. I had, you know, yeah. even when I get nasty comments on social, I, I still try and go, okay, what can I Thank learn you. and how can I be kind and how can I be th- grateful for that? Thank you. I normally write a really nice message and I'm like, doing these, aren't I? <laughs> She's it's putting it's her like finger head up, middle finger. It's like head and heart. Yeah, I know. I had a beautiful example of that the other day. I was in at the bakery and this old guy walked in next to me and he said, are those rolls crusty? <laughs> to the baker and the baker uh, said, oh yeah. So he bought two of the crusty rolls and then I ordered my bread and before I had paid, this old guy had come back in and he goes, they're not crusty. You said they were crusty and they're not hard and crusty. I want my money back. <laughs> so the guy behind the counter, I thought, what's he going to do here? And he just went, Okay, so he gave the guy back his $2 or whatever and he walked out and he goes, you know, it's a matter of uh, choice about or opinion whether yes. they're crusty or not. I think they're crusty. He needs to be happy, whatever. Oh, oh that's cool. And I thought it was really sweet because this guy was obviously, you know, ready for a, a fight. Yeah. It's about these crusty about the bread crusty rolls. I bread love rolls. your interpretation of that guy too. <laughs> oh, yeah, Cecilia, give her a minute. She would love to do a whole Trapped podcast with whole her accents. Yeah. Oh, I love I it. I think we need to say thank you to Lola so much for joining us today. Mm. We are out of time. It's yes. been awesome. It's fun. We'll get Thanks you back for, for the acupuncture me. episode. Yes, yes, please. Yes, yes, please. In real time, although there might be crying involved. <laughs> hey, uh, give us a rundown of where we find all of your recipes and wonderfulness. Uh, I'm I'm all over socials. Like, I'm Yummo Lola Berry on Insta, on Twitter, Facebook, I'm just Lola Berry. And then bookstores, mate. Go and on, one more thing before you go. As a person who doesn't have a lot of things like mm, coconut oil in my cupboard, what are the staples? What are like four or five things that you should buy that you're going to use all the time if you're going to cook really good stuff? All right. So, yeah, coconut oil. Yeah. For sure. And I actually have one in my bathroom and in my kitchen. Mm. So, like, um, if I get, like, I get really dry skin, so I'll be putting coconut oil around in, so I keep one in the bathroom. Um Cooking, uh, coconut oil lends itself really well to any sweet treat. Smoothies, lovely in. Even a little teaspoon in green tea is lovely. Ooh. Gives you lauric acid or your good fats. Um, a really cool handy essential that I use daily that most people wouldn't know about, you get it from the Asian grocer at $6.95. It's called a green pawpaw grater. I grate my zucchini with it instead of buying a big zoodler. Yeah. And it gives me grated zucchini. It looks like pasta and it's delicious and it takes 
literally a second. And so I'll grate my zucchini into my salad. It's like a jam. I effing love it. I got it about five years ago. It's my best kitchen staple ever. Um, pink salt. I love using pink salt mm. in all my arm, um, a bit of a salt fiend. So that's number three. I would say always have blueberries around because I, as you've probably guessed, I have a sweet tooth as well. So I'll always just like a handful of blueberries kind of will nip that in the bud. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then my final one, I'm probably going to go to another fat because I love fat and that would be olive oil. Got mm. olive oil. Um, I actually love the ones that are infused with like um, basil or uh, onion or garlic because it adds flavour to your salads. And then again, olive oil I also keep in my bathroom as well, oh. not the infused. Types. I made Play-Doh with olive oil the other day and then I thought that oh, was probably a waste. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, cool. hilarious. No, that's cool. It's, it's edible. It's healthy mm, for you. Except for the amount of salt and oh, cream of tartar and other disgusting things in Play-Doh. I have a good Play-Doh yeah. recipe, though, if anyone's oh, ever that interested. That great. Yeah, yeah. All right, we are out of time and we want to thank everyone for listening today. Also, don't forget to go and please rate the podcast. Yes, and need so, your love. Absolutely, we want you to rate. We do like five stars. Um, and and <laughs> no leave, us a, leave us a comment. And, of course, that helps us to keep on doing what we're doing. So we really, really appreciate you for doing that. Let's say bye for now. Until okay. next time. That's right. And next, Until next time, we hope that you are feeling happier, healthier and better. 